talking about the promise or the power of the Holy Ghost. And Sister Leach did an excellent job opening up about the prophecy of Joel. What is the prophecy of Joel? Hmm. Don't get quiet on me now. Because, see, we in Sunday school. We should have Bibles open. We should have been taking notes. But I guess we couldn't do that because so much distraction going on. I don't know. Maybe y'all didn't have time to read this weekend. What is the prophecy of Joel? We should be familiar with it because we don't quoted these scriptures down through the years. Huh? And I, I believe Sister Leach talked about that. It's in the second chapter of Joel, verse 28. And class, are we going to interact this morning? And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my spirit upon who? Okay, and who is all flesh? All right. That's all kinds of people, right? Okay. That's all nationalities. That's all cultures. That's all racial barriers. God is not prejudiced. He is not a respecter person, right? And then it said, your sons and daughters going to do what? They're going to prophesy. There'll be a mouthpiece. They will speak and proclaim the word of God. Come on, y'all get with me. Old men are going to do what? They're going to dream dreams. And young men are going to do what? All right. Amen. Just want to make sure we, we're in the right church. <laughs> Woo, my God. Y'all need some coffee this morning. Y'all should have got your Starbucks. My God. And Jesus told his disciples to do what in Jerusalem? Uh-huh. So tarry not only means to wait, but it means to linger in expectation. Because I believe Sister Leach brought up the word expectation. Uh-huh. So that means when we come to church, not only do we come to worship, but you should be expecting God to do something. Mm-hmm. Every day we wake up, we expect a move of God. Uh-huh. We don't have to wait till Sunday to see a move of God. I can see a move of God Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Huh? Because God is not limited by his power. Ooh, he can reach me wherever I am and whatever I need. But you got to expect something from God. When you wake up every day, what is it that you expect? Come on, class. Interact with me today. All right. Brother Lamont said, I expect God to keep me every day. Can I get a witness? Amen. I can concur. When I get up every morning, I expect God to keep me as I go along my way. Uh-huh. Can I get an amen? amen? Glory to God. Do we have any other expectations from God besides keeping me? All right. Keep your mind. Uh-huh. That's a good one. Because we need God to keep our crazy mind. Because it drifts all over the place. Huh? And sometimes it is a challenge just to keep focus. 
You have to fight to keep your focus. Huh? Do we have any other expectations from God? All right. Shield me from hurt, harm, and danger. Huh? That's one of the benefits of God. Uh-huh. His hedge of protection. We read about that throughout the scriptures, and particularly in the book of Psalms, about his protection in, in the book of Job and other areas where God shields his people. So Santina, you said something. Lead and guide me. I expect God to lead me and guide me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Not my name, because my name ain't nothing. <laughs> huh? So we got to expect something from God. Do we expect miracles? Y'all don't forget about miracles. Do you expect to see signs from God? Do you expect wonders from God? Wonder working power to operate and flow in your life. What is it that you expect from God? Huh? You expect very little. That's why you get little results. It's not that God is not available. It's not that God don't desire for you to have more. It's not that God don't have the ability or the power to work it out. But you expect very little from him. You expect little. Huh? You don't dream big. You don't think big. Big. You think very small, and that's why you get small results. Hmm. You don't expire to do a great work for the Lord. You're not inspired to work and labor in God's vineyard and to do a great and mighty work in the kingdom of God. That's why you are bump on a pickle. I see why. I see why. Hmm. That explains it then. Oh. Oh, y'all stay with First Lady because I'm coming down your road. Just hold on a minute. So then, so Salish moved on and talked about afar off. Uh, what does afar off mean? Y'all hitting around it. Y'all hitting around it. Generation and generation. Uh-huh. Whoever God invite to the table. Huh? Because we're going to invite folks that we want to see. you going to invite who you want to come. God going to invite who he want to come. And he said, whosoever will, let him come. Uh-huh. Those who are far off were Gentiles. That's you, that's me, that's Gentile believers over in Africa, Asia, Europe, Great Britain, the islands. Whoever believes. <laughs> just, just want to make sure we knew who a far off is. Um, because the nation of Israel wasn't a far off. 
Nation of Israel had an established covenant with the true and living God. Huh? We were grafted in, so we was afar off. Huh? So let's establish that. That's for the Gentiles. Uh-huh. Good job, Sister Lee. So then we get down to Elder. Elder had a lot of meat, a lot of meat, a lot of meat. When Elder started out teaching, what scripture did he start off quoting? And he quoted it several times if you were paying attention. Mm -hmm. Oh, come on, somebody. No, he didn't. No, ma'am. See, that's why it's crucial that we have limited distraction so people can get it. No, he didn't. It was John, the seventh chapter, verse 38. If you believe on me as the scripture have said, out of your belly, the deepest part of you shall do what? Flow rivers of living water. That's what he started out with. Mm -hmm. So then we proceed down about being filled with the Holy Ghost. Peter preached Jesus. And how did Peter preach Jesus? A particular word, particular word. Come on, come on, y'all interact with me now. Y'all got the same book. How did Peter preach to the people when he stood up amongst the the men's and the brethren's and the religious folk that day, the rulers? Huh? He preached with boldness. Elder kept repeating that word. Boldness. Because the Holy Ghost causes you to stand up, huh, with a strong back. It causes you to proclaim, preach, teach, exhort with boldness. Huh? It's not quiet. It's not shame. Huh? It's not timid. Huh? It causes you to come forth with Boldness and power. Hmm. Men and brethren, what shall we do? So what's the first thing that Peter told them that they got to do? Uh-huh, y'all should know that one by heart. Uh-huh. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ. Not the titles. Because Jesus got a whole lot of titles. Hmm? Started out in the very beginning of Genesis with titles. And, and the, the titles keep on running through Revelation. <laughs> they keep on running. They got plenty of titles. Huh? We know he's the father in creation. We know he's the son. That was his body that he made of his own self. Huh? And we know that he is the Holy Ghost. He is the Spirit of God. Mm -hmm. In the name of Jesus Christ, for what? Remission of sin. Huh. And then once you've done that, you shall receive, because this is a promise. Uh-huh. If you keep on walking with God, you keep on believing that there's something more. And you show God in your heart that you're hungry. And you want whatever he got for you. You'll receive. 
<laughs> we got to open up and receive. <laughs> because the gift is available. Huh? You shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. And then once you receive the gift, it's up to you what you do with it. See, you know, we get caught up on the receiving, which is great. You got to have it. But what you going to do after you get it? Huh? Because to my understanding, according to the scripture, once you receive it, there is an utterance that comes along with it. As the Spirit of God give utterance, and a whole bunch of folks that got filled ain't uttering nothing no more. So we ain't stirring up nothing. Huh? You got to stir up the gift that is in you. It should speak. Y'all mean to tell me God ain't giving y'all no utterance? I get utterance when I go to Walmart, when I'm in the shower, in the kitchen cooking, when I'm in the office on the job, I get utterance. My God, you ain't got to make a scene, but you should get an utterance sometime. Uh, it should quicken you sometime. Uh, when you're out in the yard and you're driving around, you should get a quickening of God to let him know that he's still hidden there. Oh, my God, what happened to your utterance? Woo, Jesus, we got some questions. We got questions this morning. <laughs> you say you got it. I got it. I got it. Something about the Holy Ghost. I can't explain it, but I got it. Oh, you do. It should speak. There should be evidence. But then what the scripture said, evidence. Oh. Oh, I know it's it's cutting a little sharp this morning, but sometimes it has to be done because some evidence should be flowing from us. Whoo, my God. Then it gets down to you shall receive power. You shall receive power after the Holy Ghost is come upon you. You shall be witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and in all Judea and in Samaria and unto the uttermost part of the earth. Ah, because he give you power to walk right, power to do right, power to live right, power to overcome situations and circumstances, power. To put the enemy under your feet. To tread over serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. See? It come with power. Power to lay hands on the sick and they shall recover. Power. Jesus. Oh, to heal uh, lame and deaf and dumb and blind. We don't even believe that no more. Heal to turn to the point, power to turn people's lives around so they were coming and saying, what must I do? What do I need to do to be saved? That we persuading peoples to come in to search after God. 
turn away from the world and their lifestyle and be inquisitive and come asking questions because there's something that you got that I want power to affect peoples to affect cities because that's what the apostles did when they went and evangelized and preached Jesus they turned whole cities around power hmm the power of the Holy Ghost. That word in the Greek for power is dunamis. Huh? It's, a, it's able to produce a strong effect. Power, might, and strength is supernatural. <laughs> it get above our natural. And they get into a supernatural realm. Huh? And that's where we ought to be striving to go is get out of our natural and into the supernatural. Whoo, my God. That's where you're going to see oh, the power of God really flowing is in the supernatural. Hmm. Let's go to the book of Acts, the third chapter, right quick. Now I'm ask some questions. Let's go to the scriptures for a few. Power of the Holy Ghost. And it starts out saying, Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, uh, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. At least the man had sense enough to go to church. Hmm? You can talk about the man, oh, he was big and polite. Oh, he was lame, he must have been in sin. Well, at least he had sense enough to bring his crazy self to church. That's speaking a whole lot more than what we got going in this day. Mm-hmm. He was looking for something. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked an alms, Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John, said, look on us. And he gave heed unto them, expecting, here we go, underline this word, I just keep seeing this word throughout the scripture, expecting to receive something of them. Then Peter said, now I, I like Peter, y'all can talk about Peter all you want to, but Peter was full of power. With all his mistakes and all of his mishaps. Oh, he missed Jesus. He denied Jesus three times and you denied him 20. And so what? Yeah. We ain't going to talk about all the stuff you denied. You ain't going to talk about your hand in the cookie jar, but you want to beat down Pope Peter. Oh, okay. Y'all miss me with that. Come on now. We love to get in the scriptures and beat up the prophets of God and the apostles. And you ain't even close, honey. Not even in the same conversation. Hey, yeah. That Peter. He said, silver 
and gold. Since the man was begging for money. See, Peter know how to strike up a conversation. See, y'all see people out there and handle your dollar, don't strike up no conversation. Mm. Don't take an opportunity to witness. When God places people in our pathway, he do it for a purpose and a reason. Every single person that we come across, have we ever thought about that? Silver and gold, man. I'm a broke preacher. I ain't got none. <laughs> he was just letting him know. I'm a broke preacher. Silver and gold have a none. But such as I have, now what I got, man, you really going to want this. <laughs> such as I have, I give it to you. In the name of of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Woo! My God, this should have shook the dead. Woo! My God. Uh, whenever you say Jesus, woo, it ought to put a pep in your step. It ought to give you a spin and a holler and a shout because they talking about Jesus. You ain't motivated by Jesus yet. Yeah. They start singing about Jesus. Boy, we need to keep still. Woo. You start preaching Jesus, man. It's hard for me to hold my seat. Ooh. I guess I'm in the wrong kind of church today. Come on, preacher. Rise up. Get up out of your mess. Get up out of your dead situation. Rise up from your excuses and shoulda, coulda, woulda. Rise up. Get up. Oh, I ain't got to that part. Look at your neighbor and say, get up. Get up from there. Laying around, giving up on life, giving up on God, because you're going through, everybody's going through, you signed up to go through, you should have counted the cause, but instead of laying down and quitting, making excuses, crying and whining, get up! Get up! Do your assignment, do and hand it to do. Do it, man. Do it, woman. Get up. Get up, get up, get up. Get up from there. Rise up and walk. He took him by the right hand, which denotes power hmm. and authority. He lifted him up. And immediately, a week later, Immediately, that's the power of God operating. Immediately, his feet and his ankle bones, they receive strength. The Holy Ghost will cause you when you feel like you're weak and you can't go another step. You're tired and frustrated, broke, busted, and disgusted. And it seems like everything is wishing, watching, and falling apart. It'll cause you to stand up and be strong. Hallelujah. 
the Holy Ghost. It's more than your ta-ta-ta, even though you should have a ta-ta sometime. <laughs> or whatever y'all say, hikamabosha. Or yada yada. You need to have something in there. Speaking. Moving. Flowing. You hear me? Operation. The Holy Ghost operates. It's a smooth operator. Ooh, I love the Holy Ghost. Woo, such a kindness. Woo, my God. The Holy Ghost is just awesome. Woo. I know it. I know it. Y'all get excited about chicken and not about the Holy Ghost. I get it. I get it. Mm-hmm. We get excited every Friday because that direct deposit is hitting them bank accounts. We get excited about a good-looking man and a good-looking woman. We get excited about the TV show and the series on TV, Netflix. We get excited about the telephone and what you got going on, but we can't get excited about the work of God, the move of the Holy Ghost. And he leaping. Not only did the man stand up, he started leaping. Huh? You ain't got no choice. Leap. 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 Y'all need to practice it. Huh? Because it looked like the robber that came and stole all your little joy. Huh? We can't see no tea. You don't smile. You come in the house of God. Act like you're just a deaf dog. You got one foot on a banana peel. And if somebody says something to you, you're going to fall completely out the church. What done happened to the power of the Holy Ghost? You said you got it. Huh? It ain't flowing in you? Oh, okay. Then, not only after he leaped, then he started walking. Yeah, yeah. After the excitement wore off, the man still had the manifestation. Uh, <sighs> he walked. Uh, <sighs> Entered into the temple. This man saw going to church. <laughs> Holy Ghost should be telling people, come to the house of God. Huh? Because you should not forsake the assembling of yourselves together as the matter of some is, but even the more as you see the day approaching. Walking and leaping and praising God. What you, what? Holy Ghost calls you to praise God. Uh oh. Let's stop the press right there. So it didn't say nothing about Peter and John. Say, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, come on, come on, come on. Church is acting dead, twice plucked 
go by the root and you say you got it or you charismatic Jesus name believe us act like you ain't got nothing to celebrate and to be excited about that God chose you to come out of darkness into the marvelous light that he saved you and crafted you in gave you an opportunity to be saved and we should be thankful and grateful because he didn't have to they praise God. They open their mouth. Huh? See, praising God entails you gotta open your mouth. You got hands. Oh, you people, shout, shout unto God with a voice of triumph. Come on, Bible students. Praise the Lord. Oh, you people. Praise God in his. Praise him in the firmament of his. Praise him for his mighty. on wake up. But pastor, we got the Holy Ghost and we on fire for the Lord. You on fire, all right. Uh-huh. I just got questions, though. I mean, pastor, help me out. I'm just, I'm just, I, I sat there and I was meditating while Elder was teaching the sister Lee teaching. Boy, my God. Woo! They were just rehearsing the work of the Holy Ghost. And I just had all these questions. <laughs> My God. When we do it like the Bible. Say. <laughs> we need to get back to doing it like the Bible. Say. Then we won't have a problem seeing the miracle signs and the wonders. Huh? We won't have a problem with seeing the deliverance and the healings, the instantaneous. Huh? We won't have to pray and fast 40 days and 40 nights. Uh, oh, come on here. When we do it like, we'll just do it like the Bible say. Huh? Why can't we believe? Why can't you believe? Huh? Why is it that you don't believe? Oh, believing and they receive. So it lets me know that some folks is talking a whole lot of noise and don't believe nothing they say. Okay, I'm done. I, 
I know I done messed it up. We're going to take up Sunday school. Everybody got questions? Because y'all may not say two words to first lady after Sunday school, but it's okay, though. Because guess what? I love you anyway with the love of Jesus. And when I go to 2203 Virginia Drive, I'm going to sleep good. It's okay. It's okay. I love you. Y'all know, first lady, y'all know I love you. I'm crazy about you. pray for you every day. But I still got to tell you the truth. Mm-hmm. I still got to push you and challenge you, see? Because that's what the word of God come to do. 